This is the OT Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Brian Andrew. I'm here with my favorite Swifty, Stephen Galindo. What's up? I don't know if you were going to stop or you were going to continue because we are bringing you guys a special guest today to talk Super Bowl. He is the 2023 Garage League champion, Lex Torres. What's going on, man? <laughs> what's up? What's up? It's Lex. Thank you guys for having me. I'm excited. Uh, I've been I've been peeping your guys' stuff here and uh, awesome stuff. Excited to be here. Well, you know, you could tell the you could tell the listeners at home the only reason you won is because you listened to the OT Fantasy Football Podcast. Exactly. I'm not gonna lie. I peeped, uh, especially some of the earlier episodes at the very beginning of the fantasy season. And uh, let's just say, uh, j- just to keep it competitive for next year, I won't tell you which player or two, but there was a player or two that I was inspired off of the OT Fantasy Football <laughs> Podcast. So, so uh, according to Lex, uh, he stopped listening like halfway through the season. <laughs> uh, uh, but uh, there was a player. I brought this up on the podcast after the season. That yeah, I don't know. It might go down as one of my uh, least favorite moves I've ever made. Oh. Uh, but I uh, before week one, I decided I'm going to pick up the Rams' backup running back, Kyron Williams. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, it was before week one, and I was like, all right, I need to drop a player. You know, I have too many players. You know, I was like, I'm going to keep Puka, but I'm going to drop Kyron. Mm-hmm. And then Lex picked up Kyron, and he won the whole thing. So oh, if I if I held on to both, my season probably would have gone a little differently. But, you know, those are the moments. Those are the human mistakes. That's why we don't like auto-drafting, right? Because it's the human errors of why some people win the whole thing. It's but, a game of inches. And you know what the worst part is? That isn't a bad move, keeping Puka and, you know, in week one, dropping Kyron. But, yeah, I hear you. I hear you. So it was before, like, it was before there was even a snap. And I was like, uh, all right, you know, because I was, I was really confident going into the season that I was like, this is Cam Akers' job. He finished last mm-hmm. season really well. It seemed like him and Sean McVay were getting along. And then I don't know what Cam Akers did before week one, but Sean McVay was like, nah, I'm going to start, <laughs> I'm going to start this fifth round running back who didn't play a snap the year before. Like, he yeah. probably did, but. And I was like, oh, okay, you know, but here we are. Uh, thanks for coming on, I guess. Uh, <laughs> yeah. in, in, ter- in terms of uh, us three in front of a mic uh, or behind a mic, I should say, if you know, you know. Uh, but here we Absolutely. are, I guess, reunited again. <laughs> um, Steven, you wanted to get into some coaching talk? Yeah, let's hit the listeners up with some updates here. The Seattle Seahawks uh, hired defensive coordinator of the Ravens, Mike McDonald, who I think did a tremendous job. Wait, he was he? I'm sorry. Am I am I going the right way here? It was Mike McDonald. Are you asking like what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it was Mike McDonald. But was he the defensive coordinator for the Ravens? Yeah, he was. Okay, good. Okay, I'm getting mixed up here with offensive coordinator and defensive coordinator, but I think that's because our next update comes from Washington Commanders, who didn't know who the heck their offensive coordinator was for a whole week. <laughs> um, they hired an offensive coordinator before they even let anybody know that the other one wasn't going to be there anymore. That's so wild. Uh, yeah, so they hired Dan Quinn as the head coach, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that's a good hire. I, I, I like that hire. 
But then, you know, things start circulating that Cliff Kingsbury is going to be the offensive coordinator for the Raiders. And then something happens within a day or two where all of a sudden now Cliff Kingsbury pulled himself out of that race. And then all of a sudden the next day he's hired as the uh, Washington Commanders offensive coordinator. But the crazy thing is there was never any update that their previous offensive coordinator was no longer with them or not going to be there. Like, no, we, you know, let go or we parted ways or nothing. So can you imagine just being at home, like, as the <laughs> offensive coordinator of the commanders and then on the TV screen, you know, they you see the uh, commanders hire another offensive coordinator. So I don't know what's going on over there. Not a great way to start. Not a very lot of transparency there. Yeah. And then, like, two days after all this craziness, this is what gets me. Dan Quinn comes out and says, yeah, I like the guy, but, yeah, he's he's not our offensive coordinator anymore. <laughs> So it's kind of like, I don't know what's going on, but if you're a Commanders fan, I feel for you. Uh, this year is not going to be your year, but hey, they might oh. be trading up to uh, the number one pick. I think that's bold of you to say this year is not their year. Are you talking about last year or are you talking about next year? I'm talking about this next year, 2024. Uh, their defense was average to below average but it wasn't like their line was fine their their front seven was okay um and they're gonna i'm gonna say this right now that cliff the reason why i don't think cliff went to the raiders is because they couldn't guarantee him that he was gonna have a talented quarterback to play with and so i'm under the impression that the raiders couldn't guarantee me guarantee him that they were going to try to be in play for Caleb Williams. Now, mm-hmm. even if they didn't get Caleb Williams, there is another quarterback that's out available, which could technically be Justin Fields. The commanders, I think walked away or not walked away, but mm-hmm. went into the interview, basically letting cliff know, like we're going to make a run at Caleb. If we can't get Caleb and the bears get Caleb, then we'll make a run at getting Justin Fields. And I think, Cliff, you know, being the person who coached Kyler Murray before, coached Caleb in high school, likes a mobile quarterback, likes a playmaker. I think Cliff was like, all right, cool, I'll go to Washington. And I think Washington was like, oh, okay. And then they just hired the guy. <laughs> and then they, they were like, well, we'll deal with, we'll deal with the former guy later. <laughs> but usually they fire everyone, they clean house, and then they, uh, then they bring in new people because it's not, uncommon for a new coach to bring in new people it's just usually they get rid of everyone else first except for college sports because sometimes these coaching moves happen before the last bowl so sometimes they have the former staff almost like finish the season up and then they get rid Mm -hmm. of everyone but yeah it just seemed like a very odd like four days (laughs) in dc well this is what i'll say you take the trash out before you put in a new bag Oh, that's okay. so so <laughs> I, you know I, I don't know what was going on there ten, just ten, for perspective too like because you know we're talking about next year real quick the commanders were dead last in defense so um they got a lot to to do in the draft and then the offseason to make their defense better i mean they did hire dan quinn who is a defensive minded coach um if they don't get a quarterback whether that be moving up for caleb williams which i think they are going to do everything that they can to do that. Um, I mean, Justin Fields is a good alternative if the Bears decide to keep their number one pick. And there are a few other quarterbacks in the draft who could land at their their uh, 
at their spot at what are they number three? I believe. I want to say so. They might be number two. Yeah, they're two or three, and so I mean they're still they're still going to be a quarterback on the board. So I think they still have a lot to rebuild in the next at least year or two. They do have good talent, but I mean, you know, they're probably I don't know if Antonio Gibson's going to be there. Um, where is McLaurin and his contract? I don't know how long, how much longer he has to be there. Uh, Logan Thomas is kind of aging out a little bit. You know, um, this past year, you know, Curtis Samuel stepped up over Jahan Dotson. Like, nobody was expecting Curtis Samuel to have that decent of a year, you know. So I think there's still a lot of question marks with Washington, and I think they're at least a year or two away from, like, competing for the division. I'll I'll put it to you this way. How I was high on the Texans at the beginning of this year, which I I was right on. Mm Mm-hmm. I would be just as similarly high on Washington next year. The only difference is their division's a lot tougher. So I'm not going to say they would win the division, but I do think we're going to, we would be looking at week 12 of the season and they will only be a game or two out or a game or two in of the wild card race. And I believe they have pick number two, by the way, Washington. Yeah. I just looked it up. They have pick number two, so they could either swap with the, the, bears and then throw in some other assets they also another mm-hmm. thing they could do is and this is what i i saw i saw this on twitter i forgot who said it but it's an option you keep the pick bears draft caleb williams and then the commanders get marvin harrison jr who's considerably one of the best wide receivers to come out of the draft and how long mm-hmm. and then they find a way to get just maybe they trade the second round pick plus other assets and get justin fields so now you're putting Justin Fields in Washington with Scary Terry and, and the gang. And scary Terry wasn't that scary this season. There's a, there's a lot of players that weren't that scary this season. So, <laughs> but you know what? The last two games of the season, when when or the you know the last three games of the season when Jacoby Brissett went in, like mm-hmm. Scary Terry was on fire. Like, yep. can you imagine starting Scary Terry all, all year because you're like, damn, like he hasn't put up anything. And then the one week where you don't start him, he blows up. Like that's that's probably like over half of fantasy managers out there in the world. <laughs> you know, week sixteen and seventeen. So yeah, yeah. So we'll we'll see. Like um, I'm just doing just a quick thing. I'm not saying this is something to look at, but Dallas won the division last year, which they're not scaring anyone. Phoenix, uh, Philadelphia had six losses. I think for sure I'll make I'll, I'll we'll see how they form the team because maybe they are in full rebuild. They're going to ship a lot of their larger contracts out, and maybe I'm just full of it right now. They'll be better than cool. the Giants for sure next year. I know it's not a high bar, but it's a bar, and I think that they'll be better than the Giants. They'll at least be a win above the Giants next year. I think we can table this conversation and come back to it once we see how the off season and the draft play out. And honestly, I might take a bet against you that the Giants will come out lower <laughs> than the Commanders. Because I don't know, man. The Commanders have a lot of question marks. You know what? So do you. <laughs> There's one thing that I don't have a question mark on, and that's the Super Bowl champion this year. Mm. The Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, I'm 100% in on them winning, not because that's what the script says, or because Taylor Swift is in the building, but because they have played lights out 
since the start of the playoffs. They've looked the best that they've looked all season. Andy Reid is tremendous after the bye, and Brian just does not want to see the Chiefs win this year. <laughs> so mm-hmm. that's why I think that's another reason why it's going to happen, because Brian does not get his way. <laughs> I mean, look at him. He dropped Kyron Williams before week one. So, <laughs> I mean, you know what? The Chiefs are going to do it. They're going to pull it off. I'm going to be a happy camper next week. I mean, what are your guys' thoughts on, on this game? Well, if you think about it, uh, if there's anybody in the world who doesn't deserve to be happy, it's probably you. And I think that's <laughs> why the 49ers might win. Keep in mind, like I brought this up to uh, a friend of mine, and I said, I might root for the 49ers this week. And they were like, it's crazy how things change and perspectives change where your childhood loyalties just go out the window because growing up a Rams fan did not like anyone in the division. Don't like the 49ers. Don't like the Seahawks. But I was like, you know what? I think like, I don't like the chiefs enough that I might just root (laughs) for the 49ers. Plus I said last week, you know, the 49ers have three former Trojans on their team. So that, you know, fight on and stuff like that, I guess. So, I guess we'll get into some bets or well, let's ask Lex. Who do you want to win the Super Bowl, Lex? Well, before I answer that, I'm just going to have to side with Brian on the Washington versus Giants debate for next year. Uh, Washington this season only has two less wins uh, in the 2023 season than the Giants had. And uh, I, I feel confident if they don't get Caleb Williams, they'll probably end up getting another quarterback like Justin Fields. And I feel like that can inch to like six or seven wins and the Giants. I don't, feel confident that they're going to get over six or seven wins next season so um if 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 uh if i had to be a betting man i I might side with brian on that one but uh as far as the super bowl um i'll be honest with you uh you know the obviously the super bowl favorites uh to win right now are the 49ers i do not like the 49ers at all on paper they're you know much better than the chiefs this year um I don't want the Chiefs to win at all. It's you know it's starting to become a dynasty, but um, if I had to put money on it, I would say that the Kansas City Chiefs uh, are going to take it, just because as um, as underwhelming to their standards of a season as they had this year. Um, like Steven said, the the playoffs Chiefs are are out and in full force, and it's it's wild to see. It's kind of annoying to see, but it's it's also kind of impressive to see and. Um, uh, yeah, my money would probably be on the Chiefs for this year. Hmm. All right. Uh, <laughs> so I guess I'm going with the 49ers. Uh, do you want to get just a little bet? surprised? I'm a little surprised. Before we get into bets, I'm just <laughs> a little surprised that like I feel like your fandom is dying. It's been dying over the years, and I don't know what it is. Like, like you know, the old Brian. You know, the Brian who wore <laughs> a, a jersey to school every day, <laughs> you know, he would never, he would never say in his entire life, if you told that Brian that, hey, yeah. you know, 15 years from now, you're going to be rooting for the Niners in the Super Bowl. What do you think that Brian <laughs> would say? And that jersey collection was impressive, by the way. Yeah, you want to you, you want to know something that, you know, a little, a little secret secret I have about yeah. my jersey collection? I have a 49ers jersey and it and it's it's Ronnie Locke. He, he went to USC. A friend okay. a friend gave okay. it to me. I've never worn it. It just sits in my closet. 
And nice. I was like, yeah, it's an SC guy. I'll take it. He was, he was just going to give it away. And I was like, I'll take I it. I respect that. I respect that. He's yeah. a legend. Yeah. I, so, I got to uh, say, yeah, I, I uh, got to say before Brian answers, uh, as as much as my heart breaks of, of the, the waning fandom of, of the Rams, uh, I, I do appreciate how hardcore he is about the uh, the Trojans and the Clippers, though. So it's good to see that the it's right. an undying love. Just, just real quick about the Rams, real quick. Mm-hmm. I grew up a diehard, still diehard, but the team that I enjoyed growing up just organizationally doesn't seem like the same team that I root for when I was growing up. That's all it is. Like, I still like the horns. I still like the players. I like the team. I still get behind them. Just some of the organizational decisions that they have made since they've come to LA, I just not a big fan of. And that's all it is, really. I was gonna say, since they moved from St. Louis to LA, it seems that your fandom has died. A little bit like It's like I, when you I, find I, out it's like when you find out that Santa isn't real <laughs> and kind of Christmas magic kind of just like dies and it's yeah. not the same after that. And like so so Brian, like when the Rams moved from St. Louis to LA is kind of like when they told you Santa wasn't real. <laughs> it, it was exciting when I, when it happened, it was really cool. Like keep in mind, like except for two years, I've been to every training camp that the Rams have put on, uh, mm-hmm. or, you know, I think they had like a COVID year where they didn't have one or something like that. Uh, they had training camp, but we weren't allowed to be there, mm-hmm. but you know, and, I still look at the schedule every year thinking about buying tickets and stuff like that. Like it's still my squad. It's still a team I, I root for. And I think like I root for them with more of a frustrated fandom now is because I'd like to see him do things, try things. Um, but it's, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's not since they moved to LA. I'd probably say since they moved to SoFi that I've kind of switched my tune a little bit. Because they share a stadium with the crappy Chargers, is that why? It's not that they share a stadium. It's just like I just feel like there was something. I know it's gonna sound like a stupid sports thing, but it's like there's something gritty about playing games at the Coliseum where your 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 uniform doesn't match. You have white horns with gold jerseys, and you have like <laughs> faded USC logos from the game they had the night before, and they're and they're, and they're painting like really poorly rams uh things and like i was at the first game the rams were back at the coliseum and they played the seahawks and won mm-hmm. like i i went to the very first game the rams were in la and so like like i'm still like that's the team i still root for it was just like they came out with the underachieving logo i've been to their stadium the stadium's cool but it's just not it just it just it's more flash than anything i guess in my opinion and I know I'm probably alone on this with a lot of people, but it's 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 just one of those things where it's like some of those decisions I wish went a little differently, but it's fine. Pro- unless the NFL gives me a reason not to like them, I'm still going to be a Rams fan. I've said I think I've said some hyperbolic stuff in the past. I think that's what you're concerned about. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll say it. I did say before the season started. I was like, if the Rams, because I thought the Rams <sighs> were going to suck. Yeah. So I was like, I thought they were going to be in position where they would probably be a three or four loss team. And so I was like, if there are, if they're, if they are three or four loss team, and let's just say Caleb Williams dropped to them in the draft, but they start, they decided to draft some offensive lineman from Vanderbilt. I was like, I'm not going to be a Rams fan anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? But 
that's not going to happen. They, they actually went out there. It was actually pretty cool, you know, going against the odds this season and make it to the playoffs, you know, even for me, who was not a believer at the time, taking two fifth round picks and making them the stars. That's, mm-hmm. that's pretty good. And I'm a big fan of Sean McVay. You know, uh, everyone knows I'm a Jeff Fisher loyalist, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah but uh, <laughs> but uh, I'm a big fan of Sean McVay. So there you go. Right. I, I think I think I think growing up and maturing with your teams is realizing that you're allowed to say there's aspects of the franchise you like that you don't like. Absolutely. I think I think that's I think that's fair. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Yeah. Absolutely. So on that note, I guess I'm not a rants, man. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Before we, you know, make every listener sad and and then double take their teams, uh, let's have some fun and let's get into some uh, some random Super Bowl bets. You know, there's different uh, betting websites and betting apps, and and they have the most outrageous like things you can mm-hmm. bet on. But I think we should uh, just you know see how we fare against those uh those bets here and and the first one is the coin toss will it be heads or tails oh it's gonna be heads what do you think i think it's gonna come out to tails tails never fails okay i always pick heads because i think that tails never fails stuff is just a crock of that's <laughs> word all right uh what about you champ I think uh, tails. I don't know why. Like I was just kind of envisioning, like, oh, I wonder what it would land. I'm just gonna go with tails. Gut instinct. That's oh, heads. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm like overly confident. <laughs> like, like, uh, <laughs> like I, I'm the one who's providing the coin, and I, yeah, yeah. I waited. It's like BS, BS. <laughs> All right. How about how about who scores the first touchdown? It could be either team, but uh, name the player who scores the first touchdown. Who we think it will be, or should we come up with something a little bit more wild? No, like who you think it will be? Because like, I mean, you you're not gonna say like McCall Hardman, because like that's probably not really realistic. Pretend you're betting your own money. Brian's been on a, a betting binge <laughs> lately uh, on these on the slip on the sleeper app, and uh, yeah, pretend you're betting your real money here, Brian. Who are you taking for the first uh, touchdown, either team? Uh, Isaiah Pacheco. How about you, champ? First touchdown. I'm gonna go wild. I'm feeling wild today. I'm gonna go uh, Kansas City Chiefs. We'll go Justin Watson. Whoa, that's pretty wild. As well, <laughs> yes, you're gonna be living under the living under the underpass <laughs> under, under the me. freeway pass. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna also take the Chiefs because I think they're gonna score first, uh, and I think it's gonna be Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Oh, you think so? You just like on a draw or something? He's gonna he's gonna rush it in into the end zone you know what's funny is i'm i'm taking back you know three years or four years ago when the chiefs beat the 49ers in the last super bowl and if you know you know but we talked about this who we thought was going to score the first touchdown and i said patrick mahomes is going to rush it in and sure enough he rushed for the first touchdown of the game so i'm (laughs) going to rewind that nostalgia of those days and I'm going to say that Patrick Mahomes is going to run it in again this year, and it's going to be deja vu. He's going to score the first mm. touchdown of the game. Mm. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you're just you're just not having it today, Brian. It's okay. <laughs> uh, uh, you, you didn't have your Wheaties this morning. Like I, I, it's okay. It's all right. I don't know. Just... 
it's, it's, I it's, won't be surprised it's, that it's, if... it's not happening. Brian just has to put up with a, a Chiefs uh, 49ers Super Bowl. If, Dude, if, uh, I won't be... Lex, Lex didn't hear the last episode, but I went for like five minutes on why this is this is absolutely sucks. <laughs> yeah, no way. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. I won't be surprised if Brian has a Brock Purdy jersey next week. Oh, yeah? You think so? We're recording <laughs> yet. Brian is going to yell into the microphone, bang, bang, Niner gang. Oh, no. <laughs> for our next intro. So, uh, 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 Honestly, if the Super Bowl get canceled, that would be awesome. But we're, yeah. here now. we're here now, right? I'm, I'm trying to find things to do that Sunday. America's not woke <laughs> enough to cancel the Super Bowl. Um, so here, here's, the next, here's the next bet. Uh, how long will the halftime show go? Do you think it'll be over 12 minutes? Uh, is that like where the actual we're, performance? The is performance that, is, is that where we're putting it? over twelve? I'm gonna say over twelve. Yeah. No, you know what? Let's change it over fifteen because I think halftime's twenty minutes total. Probably a little longer for the Super Bowl. Uh, let's do under fifteen. What about you, Lex? I'm gonna go under fifteen as well. Uh, for as long as these halftime performances at the Super Bowl uh, last in my mind from recent memory. Uh, I realize that they're a lot shorter than I think, so I'll go under fifteen. All right, yeah. I think we'll all go under fifteen. I think, I think it will go under. Uh, I, I did not know that Usher was going to be the halftime performance. <laughs> nice. I didn't even know, like they didn't really make it a big thing like they have in the past, where they're like, "So and so is performing." Yeah, I feel like I, I feel like they just announced it like last Monday. <laughs> yeah, so so I, I know they got Usher. Um, who do you hope that he brings out? As a guest, Ooh. and what song do you want to hear? I'm gonna go with Ludacris and Little John, and they do yeah. Okay, all right. Yes. What about you, Lex? You took mine. You took mine. I, I want to go yeah, featuring Ludacris and Little John. Okay, okay. I think I want to hear him sing uh, "Lovers and Friends" with Little John. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna slow down a little bit. You know, I mean, nice. yeah was was also in my you know top three. It was a club banger. That was a club banger. That was like <laughs> that was like our childhood right there. Right. You know? Um but yeah. Did you know it's a piece of A Town Down? Uh did All you know right. Little John's gonna make uh, I know this is like a side uh tangent, I guess, but uh little <laughs> John's gonna come out with like an easy listening album or like a like a meditation album. No way. Interesting. Yeah. All right, we'll so let's have to check it out. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, let's keep us on course, Steven. <laughs> yeah, let's uh, let's steer the wheel back onto the road here. Um, the final play of the game is it a run pass or, or do you think it's a QB kneel? Uh, can it only be one of those three? No, you can uh, whatever you want to say. Think I'm going to say a field goal. A field goal. The last play of the game is a field goal. Okay, mm-hmm. what about you, Lex? I'm going to go ahead and say it's going to be a pass. A pass. Okay. I'm going to take the QB Neal. Mm, right. Not very exciting, but I think the game will be... You think the game will be over over with? Determined, yeah. Yeah, all right. <laughs> I think the Niners are going to have to push down the field to win. The Chiefs are going to stop them, and then we're going to kneel to end the game. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Brian. So Brian's betting real money. You know, money that he works for and earns. And so... <laughs> <laughs> 
he wants he wants us to help him win some real money. So Brian, I'm going to turn it over to you so you can get us on some of your bets here, and then right. you know we can we can help you win some money. All right, so let's do the first one: Brock Purdy over under 1.5 passing TDs. I'm going to say over. So you think he's going to throw two TDs? He'll throw two touchdowns. All right, uh, Lex. I'm going to I'm going to say over as well. Um, he just has way too many weapons to not throw uh, at least two for the Super Bowl. Yeah, you so, didn't say he had to throw it like 30 yards down the field. You just said uh, throwing mm-hmm. touchdowns. So, so just to give you guys a heads up, he has not thrown it for two TDs in a game since he played uh, the Washington. Hold on, right here, the Washington Commanders in Week 17. And so in the playoffs, he has not thrown two TDs yet. Oh, interesting. Okay. Uh, and it, and you get more money if you were to bet under. Well, yeah. Oh, interesting. But, uh, okay. I'm still taking the over. All right. I'm going to go ahead and switch. I'm going to change mine to under then, knowing that information. All right. Patrick Mahomes over 1.5 passing touchdowns. Over. Okay. And let's see how he's done. He has, in the last few games, he, hold on, it didn't pop up. All right. He has only thrown two TDs in one playoff game, and that was the Buffalo Bills. So against Miami and against Baltimore, he's only thrown one. You still going with over? I'm still going with over. Miami was a funky, really cold game. I think that if it was kind of in more regular weather, he would have thrown two. Baltimore, I don't think so, because Baltimore has a group. Really, really good defense, but um, I still take the over. I don't think San Francisco's defense. Look, San Francisco got annihilated by Green Bay, and they got annihilated by Detroit. Like they were exposed, and I think uh, you know the the Chiefs spent the time in the film room figuring out how those teams expose them, and they're going to try to, you know, something similar to that effect. Where I think he's going to put up over two uh, touchdowns, two throwing touchdowns. You could twice, you could double your money if you were to take the under on Patrick Mahomes. Now, uh, so according to, if we're going to use your last bet from our last segment, you would say Patrick Mahomes is going to rush for a touchdown and pass for two touchdowns. That's the three total touchdowns by Patrick Mahomes, not leaving Mm -hmm. a lot of room for Isaiah Pacheco or anybody else, really. You know, I mean, Isaiah Pacheco can score a fourth touchdown. Oh, yeah, you can do. All right. Because his two passing touchdowns would be to Travis Kelsey or Rasheed Rice. So, I, yeah, no, I'm taking that. Okay. How about we'll Steve do is a, betting with his heart right now. We'll do a more interesting uh, bet. You know, we'll, some of these finer detail bets are probably more interesting than just betting the stars. Debo Samuel for 16.5 rushing yards, over and under. Over. Over 16.5 rushing? Okay. Yeah, he'll have a run that's over 16 yards. Like one run that goes over 16. All right, Lex. I'll go under, and then I'll go over for the 1.5 touchdowns for. Oh, I didn't ask you. I'm I'm a bad host. All right. Uh, Okay. I caught. caught, uh, Uh, He. uh, I'm just gonna that joke, my (laughs) man. He uh, Debo Samuel has not rushed for more than 11 yards in the playoffs. All right. Uh, let's see here. Brandon Ayuk for over 59.5 receiving yards or under? Over. 
Uh, I'm going to say under on that one. Okay. Although I think Legereus Sneed might shadow him, I still think he'll get to 60 yards. Mm -hmm. You said 59 and a half, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think he'll get to 60. Travis Kelsey with 6.5 receptions over and under. Ooh, that's a good one. So that's seven or more if it's over? Yeah. I'm going over. Okay. I'm going to go over as well. He has gone over twice so far in the playoffs. He got 11 receptions against Baltimore, seven against Miami, and five against Buffalo, which, you know, he's in the ballpark if he got five, right? Because mm-hmm. usually when you want to make these bets, you're trying to look at the averages of, like, what's their usual output. So, all right. <laughs> what's your what's your success rate on these bets before you start giving us advice? Uh, I don't know. I've I've made money. <laughs> I don't I don't I don't have my I don't in the in the grand scheme of things, like from when you started actually betting to now, no. would you say that you're in the plus or the minus? Uh, Red or the black? Uh, I think I'm even actually. <laughs> even. <laughs> nice. Like I'd probably I'll say true betting man. I'll say this. I probably have lost more bets, but I made enough bets that I'm made mm-hmm. even. Okay. So, okay. Okay. Well, you're not a loser if you come out even. So there you go. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's, uh, let's, let's go into some of these interesting ones. Uh, let's look at Chris Jones over and under one, uh, 0.5 sacks. Oh, so half a sack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm taking the over on that. You do get double your money if you take the one. He actually, he's gone one sack against the Chargers on January 7th uh-huh. and then hasn't sacked anybody. He got actually a half sack against Miami, but that's still not over. He has not gotten a sack against okay, Buffalo. Me, or Ravens. Let me put it to you this way. It's a double your money for a reason because there's probably a, it's a lower probability that that happens. So, so, but keep in mind though if you're doing a parlay are you going to risk like a four leg parlay on if chris jones gets a sack if he hasn't gone one in four weeks yeah i would actually because i don't think that uh i don't think that the 49ers overall are as how many sacks have the 49ers um allowed i don't i don't have that information with me Okay, well, you're only looking at one guy and not the whole picture. So, but it, it could be that somebody else gets the sack. You know, he might be putting a lot of pressure on Brock Purdy, but he doesn't get the sack, then it doesn't count. He's too good to not get a sack. I think he's going to get at least one. Right. I mean, a, a whole sack would be a solo sack. So, I think he's good. Right? Um, what if he gets a half sack? Then I guess you break even. But <laughs> all right, <laughs> if I, you lose your parlay, <laughs> I got one. Four point five rushing yards, Elijah Mitchell. Over and under. I'm gonna say under. Okay. He had seven yards against the Lions, and that's all he's gotten in the playoffs. Yeah, just the very end when Christian McCaffrey was hurt. Alright, how many more do you guys want to go through? One or two? Let's do two more. Let's do two more. Give us a parlay. So give us like a four a four, four leg, and then you guys yeah. say if you'll take it or not take it? Yeah, give me a four leg. All right, so you guys, I'll write it. So you guys got to let me know. So you want me to give you the over and unders, and you guys say if you'll do it or not? Yes. All right, let's see here. I actually think I would take the under on Brock pretty on 1.5 passing touchdowns. 
but I would take the over on Mahomes, 1.5 passing touchdowns. I would take... Uh, the over on Kittle getting 3.5 receptions. The over on Kittle taking three and a half receptions? Yeah, I'll take the over. Okay. And, and we'll just keep it at a four-leg parlay, and I would take Travis Kelsey with an anytime TD, 0.5. So you just need one. Okay. Would you take that? So Brock Purdy, yeah, Brock Purdy under, Brock Purdy <clears throat> under, Mahomes over, Kittle over, Kelsey over. Yeah, I'm taking, I'm taking that. Okay. What about you, Lex? What do you think? I want to take it. the The Kittle part scares me. Um, I don't know if he he'll get four receptions, but I, I would have to go no if I if I had to go yes or no on it. All right, let's get let's let's do this. I little. won't be surprised. I won't be surprised if he gets like one reception in the first half, and then there's just like this one drive that they're moving the ball down the field, and he gets like <laughs> another another That's three true. three or four receptions in that drive. All right, we'll do one, and we'll do it with more interesting players. All right, because this is sometimes where you win your parlays, is because you sometimes your starters don't show up. All right, we have Jake Moody with one point five field goals. I would take the over. I think there'll be plenty of opportunities for the 49ers to get in the red zone and not execute. <laughs> What's to Butker with 7.5 points. Harrison Butker with 7.5 points. So keep in mind that'd be like two field goals, two touchdowns or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I would take the over on Justin Watson. Uh, with uh, 16.5 reception, rece- receiving yards. And let's do... Let's do the over on Richie James getting 4.5 receiving yards. <laughs> Richie James getting 4.5 receiving yards. Uh, yeah, I think he'll get one catch for like five yeah. yards. So 4.5. So the over on James, the over on Watson, the over on Bunker, and the over on Moody. Yeah, I, I would take that. All right, and just a, just an interesting player. We what, don't. What would, we don't... Your, what would be your payout? I don't know. Like, you'd, I would probably for something like that. I'd probably just put like. 10 bucks in and then you would probably get based on these numbers like roughly like 90 bucks okay so, nice thing i'm gonna have to go into the sleeper app and make some <laughs> <laughs> uh and then uh just uh i'll ask you this uh ceh at the end 6.5 rushing yards over and under over you think he's gonna get some playing time yeah, I think so. All right. There we go. That's I don't know if we'll ever do those again, but it's a Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Did did you say you said over, right? Like you would you take that Lex or did you not say? I would go under. I, I feel like Pacheco would um kind of be the workhorse of the of the game. You said six yards? Six point five rushing yards, yeah. So he needs seven yards? Yeah, I think I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. 
you you guys would be surprised how often you think there's something that's a shoe in and then just like it does oh, yeah. not happen. <laughs> well, you've been parlaying basketball? Yeah, I've been yeah. And the I trick like basketball is a little crazier. It it is because you end up like we'll be like, Do you think Kevin Durant's gonna get twenty eight points? And you'll be like, sure, and then he's like, No, I'm gonna have the worst game of my career today. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I actually, I hit a, I hit a parlay earlier. Mm. Uh, so, but a player sat out cause he was hurt. So I think that my money will be less. Mm. But well, how is nice what, is that? That is, it feels good when you, it feels good when you, when you get it correct. Cause when you don't, you just feel like an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. Yeah. But, uh, you know, what else is a big hit parlay? Hmm. following us on twitter <laughs> brian can you let the people know where they can find it's us a gamble on it's a gamble you're gonna have a good time or a great time <laughs> you can find us on x at fancy f the whole thing you can find us on x at ot fancy f ball you know come say hi leave a comment you know we just dropped some rankings not too long ago you could be like hey those are absolutely wrong we've already had a couple of people be like hey i'll switch this i'll switch that we appreciate it. Uh, you know, you guys can find your, our podcast wherever you find your podcast, whether it's Spotify, whether it's Apple, whether it's Google. I'm not quite sure if Amazon has their own thing, but I'm sure they back something. Or you can just watch it. You can just listen to it on your RSS feed. Who knows? But, uh, yeah, we appreciate it. You know, everyone, you guys could be doing anything with your time. But you're spending it listening to us, and we appreciate it. It's always appreciated. I'm just glad that Lex... The 2023 Garage League champion doesn't have his ring yet because he'd be <laughs> probably wearing it right now on this podcast. The but um, Lex, uh, we'll let you, you know, plug your socials in right now for us. Yeah, no, yeah. Thank you guys for having me. Uh, thank you so much. It's 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 always a good time. So, like Brian said earlier, if you know, you know. Uh, it was a nice little reunion. Um, but I mean, yeah, uh, for uh silly jokes and you know updates on where in california i'm i'm teaching an english college course uh you can follow me on instagram at a guy named alexis and um if i may there's also a cool little show down the road called at the awkward side hug on twitter um not on twitter on tiktok and see that's why there's not gonna be a season three so um yeah at the at the awkward side hug on tiktok what Lex doesn't know is that I've already hired another co-host, and uh, yeah, yeah, he'll see I the update. Washington. He'll see he'll see the update. You know, two days after. <laughs> it's after it's, after it's Cliff Kingsbury. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, like Brian said, you could be doing anything with your time. We appreciate you guys. As always, we're not fortune tellers, but I'm fortunate enough to be a Chiefs fan, and we're starting a dynasty. We'll see you guys on the next one. 